Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to part 12. And it's the final episode of Alan Quartermain. The years 1999 through 2007, plus any time that he came back as a ghost. I like how you say that. Eh, whenever he popped in his ghost. Well, he did it a few times. So He did. He did. He did. So. Let me just jump right in for we'll 99. We'll just jump right into 99. Yeah. So we're trying to keep this short. Yeah. Shorter. Each year as short as possible. So we're just hitting on the main points. So if we forget something, let us know. But from. <gasps> oh, we did forget something last year. Sorry. Last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian Teague. Tony and Alan were both married to Lucy. Tony was married to Lucy like way long. Right. Because so we, she was devastated when BJ passed away because BJ was like her daughter. So when we were talking about that last week, how many had, so yeah, not technically, they both kissed Bobby. Yeah. But they both more than kissed Lucy. Thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I keep it PG. Yes. As we know, we left off in 98. Alan was going to rehab finally. So he gets out of rehab and... He's still not living at the quarter means because he needs time away from everyone and to get his life together and his head on straight, him by himself. So then in the beginning of 99 is whenever Monica starts thinking about having him come home because she misses him and Emily's really missing him and just wants their family back together and all that kind of stuff. So the big reconciliation scene is that all of their friends know that they're supposed to be together and lock them in a room at Kelly's. How come that's not what Jagger's room looked like? I don't know. Okay, like, did you get that too? Because Jagger's room, like, you walked in and there was a bed. When Brenda had a room there, it was the same way. You walked in and there was more than one room, though. And a desk. Yeah, there's a couple of rooms, but I want to know what the rent difference is between (laughs) the room that I walk in and there's just a bed and a desk and Tammy's apartment because that was a full fledged apartment. She had 
her own bathroom. She had a kitchen. She was a working employee there, though, too. So maybe they maybe, hooked her up with the maybe nicer one. Maybe it was one. like the maybe it was the owners. The owners, right? Maybe I just like I said, never seen that again since. It would make sense that that's where Spencer would live now, but okay, whatever. So anyway, um, their friends decide that they need to go together. Because Monica shows up at Tammy's house to ask her to help Alan or to help Monica know about Alan, like what's going on. Because Tammy is now no longer just a prostitute. She is the manager of Kelly's, which is whenever Ruby died, which makes me sad. Yeah. But anyway, so um, she's seeing Alan all the time because he's coming in for coffee. Is she the manager and or was it Mike just hired? Because Mike wound up having a story with Tammy. Was Mike the manager and then... He hired Tammy to give her a second chance? No, Luke hired Tammy. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. She's repeatedly talked about Luke being a good boss. Yes. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Monica Sorry. goes... That's okay. Monica goes to Tammy to say, hey, can you kind of just give me a, the update on what's going on with Alan? He's not coming home as often to see us like I thought he would, but I want to know that he's okay. But she does not announce that she's coming over, and it just so happens that Alan had stopped there for a cup of coffee the night before, and Tammy said something about, I need some pictures hung. I don't know why you don't know how to hang pictures yourself, but whatever. They were crooked. She needs some pictures hung, so she's going to call a friend over to help her. And Alan's like, well, I'm here. I'll help you. It's not a big deal. And so he hung the pictures, and she went away to get them something for dinner in her kitchen, and he laid his head down on the couch for a second and fell asleep. And like any friend, she was like, okay, I'm not going to wake you up. Right. She covered him up, and she went off to bed in her own bed. He was covered with a blanket on the couch. Exactly. So the next morning, she gets up and makes coffee for them, and he goes to clean up in the bathroom before he goes to the clinic for work, and this is when Monica shows up and draws the obvious conclusion. I mean, I don't feel like she was wrong for assuming that. No! The outfit that Tammy had on, she even said at some point, this is what I used to wear to work. It was like a little negligee with a silk robe over top of it. I would have thought the same thing if I had seen my man in this position yes but alan comes out she won't even let him explain she calls them all kinds of names and she storms off and then she confides in bobby about what she saw and bobby's like i don't don't think so yeah she's like well yeah and i like that bobby's like no i don't think that's what happened and she's like no i know it is and so bobby back in the day when they all schemed together which i also loved seeing again um bobby and tammy and felicia decided that they would get Alan and Monica in a room together and make them have the conversation. And then Tony got brought into it because, well, because he it showed up. Tammy called Alan saying that Luke was hurt. No, oh, no, no, no. That, that she, was, she hurt. was hurt. She twisted and her then ankle. Bobby called Monica saying that Luke got hurt mm-hmm. and he was, she was the only doctor that he trusted, which was true. Right. So she had to go over to Kelly's to take care of Luke. So that's how they, but in the meantime, Alan sent Tony. That was Tony who was trying to save his butt because right. Alan's like, I'm a, I have to go. Tammy just called. And he's like, no, I'll go. I'll cover it because you just had this running with Monica. If she sees you running off to Tammy's again, right. she's just not going to reinforce happy. it. Right. Yep. So I'll handle it. And then he got there and everyone's like, Tony, why are you here? It's like, because I was trying to help. Uh, exactly. So then he got in on cahoots with them and called and was yes. like, actually, Alan, I just got called to the hospital. You'll right. have to handle this. That's right. So they didn't just lock them in a room. Like they locked them in yes. a room, a big chain around the water pipe and the door and locked them in the room. And they screamed and yelled at each other, brought up all their past lovers, brought up all their past mistakes. Like 
It's a nine part playlist that yes. we will totally post. Specifically watch episode five. Yes. I, I have in here play the fight from video five. They break up. It breaks up so much. It goes back and forth. We're not going to do that. Oh, okay. So, yes. Unless we really want to. Definitely. No, because we still have all the 2000 stuff okay. to cover. But definitely check it out because it does. It goes through all of this stuff. And like a normal couple fights, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because she brought up one thing and he's like, yeah, but what about you and so-and-so? And she's like, but you were with so-and-so. And it goes back and forth. So that was nice. And then they both try to escape. I loved her trying to tie bed sheets together like she was gonna jump out the window or something and that only works in the movies yes i would be terrified to even think to try that i know it's not gonna hold you even if you're only going down one story Mm -mm, no if you've tried to jump out of a building (laughs) using sheets let us know yeah no don't do that then oh they sat down on the couch to just kind of talk about how messed up everything was and then they finally got to talk and she said you know, she was jealous that he went to Tammy and again, accused him of sleeping with Tammy. And he was like, no, that's not what happened. I went to her for support. She understood what it was like. And they went all through that part of the relationship. And then like always, they started making out. They didn't fall into bed this time because it wasn't their house, but they started making out and it was Emily who interrupted them. Yes. And she jumped to the conclusion that it was Alan with someone else whenever she opened the door and was like, really? She went to Tammy's apartment looking for Alan to be cheating on Monica. Because Felicia was writing Lila's memoirs at that time. Why do we not have have these books? I know. I know. Why? I don't. I don't know, but I know what you mean because that would be invaluable information. Yes. Because Lila really got into it. So somewhere in the book, it had mentioned Alan's transgressions and Emily was not happy with it. So she went to find him and then walked in and is like, really, dad? And Monica looks over and she's like, oh, Oh. does this mean you're coming home? Yep. And so then he moved back home and all of their friends were like, see, we knew this is what you needed because that's what happens with you guys. So and it showed him moving back into the quarter main mansion and Emily asking him like, how are you doing? How does it feel? And she referenced her drug storyline too. I was going to say, and this is what we kept saying, like, how come she didn't pick up on some of this when, but now she finally starts talking about, oh yeah, I OD'd once and everyone kept like being on top of me and asking if I was okay. Are you doing okay with that? Yeah. And he said how much he missed her and gave her a big hug and it was I liked him and Emily together. They were good. Yes. They were very good. So, but nothing else stood out for 99. No, and that's really the big. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was involved in other storylines because there was more medical stuff going on. But as far as an Allen-centered storyline, he moved back home. And that's whenever we were getting into all the Michael, AJ, Jason stuff. Right. So he was definitely part of all of that, but it was not his storyline. That's Michael's storyline? Maybe. Maybe. Or AJ or Jason. Or AJ or Jason. But definitely not Alan's. Except no. for it changed stuff with um their relationship. Because right. Alan was really being on AJ's side and Monica was kind of seeing the bigger picture. So that was another one of the issues that they had been dealing with and trying to move forward from. Yes. So, yeah. If I missed anything, let me know. But I feel like that's really all that happened in 99. Based on the nine videos that I watched, I would concur. <laughs> right. And all the different write-ups. I checked different sites and none of them even hit on Alan. So, yeah. Not until 2000, which we are back to General Hospital fandom. Because in March of 2000, Alan's former lover, Dr. Ray Cummings, comes to Port Charles 
searching for the child she thought died. First of all, when you watched this back in 2000, uh -huh. you watched other soap operas. Mm -hmm. So did you know that Ray Cummings and Skye were from One Life to Live? Yes. How did you deal with that? It's a soap opera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's I was, a really good answer. Actually, I, was, I didn't know that. I was excited. Okay. Sky wasn't from Sky Chandler. One Life to Live. She was from All My Children. <gasps> oh, but Chan Chandler. Ray Chandler's. was from One Life to Live. Mm -hmm. So they tied all three of them together. I'm pretty sure that she was. I'll double check because she didn't make as much of an impression on me. Oh, it does have her on One Life to Live. I thought she was on Whatchamacallit too. I don't know that soap opera. <laughs> all right, it does have her on One Life to Live. I thought she was on All My Children. Who, Sky or Ray? Sky. Hold on. Okay. Okay. See, I'm not wrong. Sky Chandler, okay. fictional character from ABC soap operas, All My Children, One Life to Live, and General Hospital. Oh, so, she tied all three of them together. She's awesome. So, yeah. Man. I knew I wasn't okay. crazy. I'm like, no, Sky was from... All right, what's the I didn't one? say you I asked hey, you the question. Right? You did. You think I'm crazy. I didn't say that you were crazy. I asked you the question because I knew that you'd have the answer. She was on all three also. As Ray. Now, how did they get her name's actually Gretel Cummings? Where's Ray come from then? That I don't know. Okay. But then she but has other the... characters on One Life to Live and All My Children. Linda Dano. Oh, wait. Is that the actress? Those are the actresses. Oh, oops. Okay. Yeah. Because um, Buchanan is One Life to Live. Like okay. where um, Nora came from. Yes. Okay. And then I don't know if Faulkner's One Life to Live or All My Children. And she was on Port Charles. Look at that. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. All My Children. So there's many 411s in this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it would make sense if Sky was in all three, that her mom would be in all three. So. I guess. Sure. I guess so. There I we know, go. But that's the thing is like looking back at this, I'm like, I would not have known that. I remember Sky coming to Port Charles, like yes. to General Hospital. Yeah. I guess we have to be careful of saying Port Charles now too, whenever we're doing right. these references, because we're talking about the port. show General Hospital, not, we're talking about the place, Port Charles. Right. Well, anyway. We can do a 411 just on all that. Oh my gosh, my brain. All okay. Right. Anyway, so go back ahead. to the first sentence that we just dissected. <laughs> Uh, so Alan's former lover, Dr. Ray Cummings, comes to Port Charles searching for the daughter she thought would die, had died. Monica is jealous of their close relationship. When Monica's pregnancy scare proves to be menopause, Alan becomes fixated on the idea of having another child until Emily is kidnapped and AJ nearly dies from alcohol, alcohol poisoning and they force him into rehab. Another cancer scare in early 2001, Monica and Alan decide to renew their wedding vows on the day of the ceremony. Sky Chandler arrives and reveals that she is Alan and Ray's long lost daughter. So in 2021, it would have been the 20th anniversary of their renewing their vows would have also been a great opportunity <laughs> to discuss the passing we're just never going to let this Alan. go. No. Sky moves into the mansion and cause, causes quite a bit of trouble amongst the family and even comes between Alan and Monica. Alan is able to forgive Sky when he witnesses her remorse at an AA meeting. However, this causes tension between him and Monica. Over the next few years, Alan becomes Sky's defender, despite most of the family's refusal to accept her. AJ also continues his schemes to regain custody of his son, Michael. In 2002, Alan's jealous side be 
came out when Rick Weber returned to be part of Laura Spencer's upcoming wedding. Alan was livid to see his wife in several animated conversations with Rick and even more upset to see them dancing together at Luke's during a party for the hospital. He warned Rick to keep his hands off his wife and even planned to kill him again. That's always his answer. Oh, that was the thing in that fight scene that I was referencing during part five. Yes. He talks a lot about how he really should have. Yes, yes. And I wish I had had more roof she, and yes. stuff like that. Yes. That's she why. She said something about dropping in a roof on a lover and he's like, well, only half the roof was meant for him. Exactly. <laughs> the other half was meant for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good fight. Go back and listen. Anyway. However, Rick was later killed presumably by laura after an accident in the scorpio attic it was later revealed scott baldwin had committed the crime a secret alan discovered and took to his grave in 2003 edward and alan are hellbent on bringing ned's quote daughter christina into the quartermain mansion they can yeah that's right ned thought that christina was his no he was he was pulling a chase he knew that's right oh my gosh we can do a whole thing on christina i know i know okay. <laughs> Um, into the Quartermain Mansion, and they convinced social services that her mother, Alexis Davis, is an unfit mother. Tracy makes a shocking return to town and reveals that Skye isn't Alan's daughter after all. Despite the revelation, Alan legally adopts Skye, an adult, uh -huh. in her 20s, 30s, mm -hmm. as his daughter. Mm -hmm. I did not know that you can adopt an adult. Yes. Will you adopt me? I will. Sweet. Thanks, Mom. Sure. My kids are 9, 15, 18, 23, and, and 39. I was supposed to be 38. I was keeping you round out. Thanks. Okay. I will be 38 just for and, your purposes. And how old are you? 41, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Emily also returned with a secret of her own. She was suffering from breast cancer. So Alan found out when Monica tried to have her treated in another hospital. Alan and Monica supported Emily and convinced her to seek treatment and were overjoyed when Emily managed to beat the cancer. Alan and the rest of the family were shocked to learn that AJ had managed to empty the family's bank account and left town with the money. Emily and Nicholas later announced their engagement and Nicholas had gone bankrupt as well. Leaving one poor family for another poor family. But their financial problems seemed to be over when Emily and Nicholas announced that they had found a sunken ship that had belonged to the Quartermain several I generations ago. I love when that happens in life. <laughs> do you want to go snorkeling later and see if we yes, can find this let's do it. sunken ships of our families? You know, there's like a B-52 bomber in one of the rivers of Pittsburgh. Like there's a plane. But I really doubt that it is covered with um, jewels. There could be. To get us out of that. I don't think there is enough scuba gear and protection to get me into one of those rivers, though. Okay. The ship had contained a lot of treasure, and Nicholas and Emily planned to hire Sam to salvage the treasure. Then the families would split it down the middle. Alan and Monica agreed to the split in order to support Emily. Tracy, however, pretended to go along with it, but made her own plans to pay Sam to give them the whole treasure. Sam later took off with the treasure herself. Because this was back when Sam was off. That's when Sam came to town. Mm -hmm. That's what she... Yeah. Yep. The treasure came back to the Quartermains when Nicholas and Emily were able to figure out where Helena, who had stolen it from Sam, had hidden it. The couple held an auction of the treasure with the intent of splitting the proceeds equally down... Equally between their two families. Luke, however, stole the treasure and the PC hotel where the auction was being held caught on fire. 
hate when that happens. So much tragedy all at once. The attendees had just started to evacuate when the firefighters closed down the elevators, leaving everyone left trapped in the auction room. Although Alan had wanted Emily to go in the first group, Monica persuaded him to go since doctors would be needed to help the injured. Eventually, everyone made it out alive. Alan was soon devastated when Edward nearly died from a heart attack. It was later proven that the fire had been deliberately set. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> you want to go? Later that year, <laughs> Alan was shocked to find out that Lila had died in her sleep. And that was so horrible because he was fighting in the lobby with... Who was he fighting with in the lobby of the hospital? Oh, it's when Lois had accidentally received the prescription Viagra for Dylan. Oh, okay. Remember when we were talking about this yes. with Georgie? And it was, um, she confronted Dylan at the hospital. And then Alan comes over and is like, what are you guys talking about? And Lois is kind of being yeah skittish and everything and dylan's like we are not talking about this with my uncle like this is not <laughs> happening and monica comes over and is like we have to talk he's like well this can wait until we go and she's like no we have to talk now and he assumes it was edward and she says no it was lila and he just starts crying and this is when annalee actually died so like that just really sucked um there's no other way to put that i mean especially when the actor passed away in real life right you know? i mean she was in case you have not picked up on the past uh 12 episodes <laughs> we love lila yes so uh the whole family and i cry every time that we talk someone, about her passing. someone just puts a wig on <laughs> and welcomes somebody from the family <laughs> it's not even her but it's her essence she was amazing um the whole family was grief stricken however none of them could claim any of lila's money for one month Lila had left a stipulation in her will that a judge would award her estate to the person who acted the most virtuous in the next month. Monica and Alan were disqualified within the first week after they tried to conspire against the rest of the family. In summer 2004, a storm knocked out the power in the Quartermain mansion. So it doesn't even... And doesn't I didn't finish watching. I, yeah. I forgot who... But this isn't Lila. We could totally Oh. I don't feel like we could actually really do a 411 on Lila, Lila, though. There wouldn't be a lot to watch because she was always involved. The only right. thing she was really involved in on her own was that storyline of not being divorced whenever she Right, was which was the divorced, Susan Moore murder. But we already talked about it. Yeah. Right. So we could do a 411 on Lila, though. Okay. But then in the summer of 2004, a summer a storm knocked out the power at the Quartermain Mansion. An accident on the road left everyone stranded for a while. And then Sage Alcazar was discovered stabbed to death in the basement freezer. And we talked about that with Georgie. Yes. Um, Alan was then devastated. And this is separate. The first time that AJ died in 2005, Alan was devastated when Justice announced that AJ was dead. There was a double heartbreak when it was realized that Michael, who had been kidnapped by Faith, Roscoe, my you girl. You can't do a celebration, Faith, <laughs> and then finish the sentence. I'm sorry. Okay. I was excited about talking about Faith. Okay. okay. We will redo this. There was double heartbreak when it was realized that Michael was dead as well. And he had been kidnapped by Faith, who <laughs> that is not why I like Faith. She was just awesome. She was an awesome. Oh, she was an awesome, horrible person. Yes. Yes. 
Alan turned back to the bottle only to be found out by Emily after he hit Rick and Alexis's car. When Courtney came to tell them that AJ was still alive, AJ soon showed up with Michael. Yay! All the (laughs) way around. Alan promised to protect him, but later turned his back on AJ, causing his son to shoot him in the back. Alan was then confined to a wheelchair for most of 2005. That night, AJ was murdered at GH. Alan then blamed Jason for AJ's death and paired up with Michael's therapist, Asher Thomas, to help keep Michael away from Sonny and back at the Quartermain Mansion. Monica wanted to end their marriage over Alan's treatment of Jason and his handling of the whole affair and vowed to leave as soon as he recovered. Alan began acting secretive and Monica finally learned that his secret was he knew AJ had wanted his brother Jason killed years earlier after the accident that left Jason with permanent brain damage. She wanted to leave him after even after his heartfelt confession that he had saved Jason from certain death that night, even though he couldn't be sure how it would turn out. Alan felt like he was given a new chance with Jason when an experimental drug left Jason with complete amnesia and tried desperately to get his son to come home, but Monica told him the truth. Go, Monica. I like that she did not try to manipulate the situations all the time. What? And Alan's just crazy. Okay. Alan later forgave Monica for her role in the restoration of Jason's memory and life in the mob and and turned their attention to Emily after she and Nicholas divorced. Emily moved in with Sonny Corinthos. So weird. That was awful. That was so weird. Emily moved in with Sonny Corinthos and claimed she was helping Sonny care for his children. Alan and Monica then decided to confront Emily after she chose spending time with Sonny instead of assisting Monica on a rare medical procedure. Alan threatened to have Emily expelled from medical school if she did not end her association with Sonny. When Emily refused That's to really leave Sonny... That's really not fair. Your grades aren't based on who you're sleeping with. Right. Thank goodness. When Emily refused to leave Sonny, Alan told her she would no longer be welcome in their home. Alan was pleased when Emily's relationship with Sonny ended and she reunited with Nicholas. So you don't get to end my career because I'm hanging out with the wrong you person. You can say you're cut off and I'm not going to pay for you to go to middle right. school if you continue not to make these choices. Out. But you can't. Right. That's the school's not going to do that. No, I would hope not. Mm-mm. And then in December 2006, it was reported that Stuart Damon had been fired from his role as Dr. Alan Quartermain on General Hospital with his last air date scheduled for February 2007. In February 2007, Alan and several others are taken hostage at the Metro Court Hotel by Jerry Jack. Actually, Mr. Craig. When Alan suffers a heart attack, he is forced to suffer through the pain. On February 26th, Alan dies from heart failure at General Hospital. His memorial service is held on March 5th with Ned Quartermain delivering a touching eulogy. His eulogy was really good. It was. He did He did a really good job of hitting on Alan wasn't perfect. He drove his wife crazy. He drove all of us crazy at different times, but he would do anything for his people. Yep. And he was a great doctor. And like even Tracy was touched and thanked Ned for handling it. Well, and there was the huge fight over Alan's picture being in the, because they only had a memorial. They didn't necessarily have like a huge funeral. Okay. And Monica wanted the picture beside the casket, but Tracy wanted a picture in the hallway so that people saw. Okay. You know, it was, I don't know. There was like this huge, huge thing. And oh man. There was one point during the death series that they were talking about his PDA. Like they kept wanting to get his PDA. Mm-hmm. Like for all you youngins, before we had <laughs> smartphones, there were PDAs and I wanted one so, 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 so bad. 
But then they finally read Alan's will and $75,000 was given to Alice. Tracy lost her mind. Oh, Alice definitely deserved it. I love Alice. $250,000 was given to Luke for, quote, putting up with the hell that is his sister. <laughs> An inheritance in a trust for Michael because he doesn't trust his shady parents. Jax was the trustee. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. To Ned, box seats at Wimbledon and the U.S. Open as long as he doesn't share them with Monica, because that's how their affair started was when Ned was the tennis pro at yes, the club. That's and funny. Ned's like, wow, he's not one to hold grudges, is he? <laughs> Dylan got all of the home movies because if anyone could make anything interesting out of it, it would be Dylan. Mm -hmm. Sky got Lila's ruby earrings, but no money because she's being taken care of by Lorenzo. So that would be redundant. Wow. Uh-huh. Jason got the insignet ring that Alan had gotten from Edward and no money because he's employed as a gangster. Monica, no words or material goods could express the depth of his love. So all personal possessions, except for his medical school diploma, that goes to Edward. Emily gets Lila's diamond necklace and his stethoscope, but no monetary endowment because she lives with a Cassidine. Wow. And Tracy got the rest of his estate, bankable funds and ELQ stock. And everyone's like, okay, so Tracy totally faked this. Yeah. And Emily actually wound up defending her, saying that all that Tracy wanted was respect. And Edward gave her none. So Alan left it to her. Aww. But then later on, she goes back to Windermere and Nicholas goes, so how did it go? And she goes, well, Tracy forged the will, just <laughs> like we thought. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just really sad. And then he came back and haunted Tracy like shortly after. So yeah, he died on screen, but I mean, it was like right after the reading of his will, he was still Being on and it. everyone is kind of getting on Tracy's case because they're like, what are you talking about? And she's like, my brother, he is right there. <laughs> they're like, no, he's not. So then despite his death, Alan remained on general hospital as Alan's ghost and haunted his sister. Sorry. After she tampers with his last will and testament, the will and testament stated that he wished to leave a quarter of his fortune to the first child of his son, Jason, Tracy and her husband, Luke stole his will and made any changes in which were very far from Alan's wishes. Since then, Alan has haunted his sister as a more mellow, humorous spirit wearing a black jogging suit. His haunting has caused the Quartermains to think that Tracy has gone insane and no one other than Tracy can see him, although Luke will often acknowledge Alan's presence. Alan has cast lightning bolts and refuses to leave Tracy unless Tracy admits that she forged his will. It has recently been revealed that Alan is not actually a ghost, but a manifestation of Tracy's conscious. On November 26, 2008, Robin Scorpio and Dr. Patrick Drake visualize an alternative universe of their relationship. As part of this alternate reality, Alan is still alive and he was responsible for hiring Patrick's brother, Matt Hunter. On Christmas 2008, Monica sees Alan's ghost after she receives a special pair of glasses as a gift. Alan and Monica immediately fall into their familiar round of bickering, banter, and profess their love for one another. In August 2011, Alan appears alive in Monica's fantasy of where Jason never gets into the accident with AJ and is being named chief of staff at General Hospital. In 2012, Heather Weber reveals that Susan Moore had given birth to twin boys when Jason was born, one of which was the crazed artist Robert Frank, known professionally as Franco. That was almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Wow. In the late October 2012, AJ Quartermain resurfaces in Port Charles after presumed dead of his after the presumed death of his brother Jason. 
And it's revealed that Monica faked his death to protect him from going to jail, but didn't tell Alan because Alan was so angry after AJ shot him in the back. <laughs> uh-huh. I love my children. But if you one wouldn't... of them shot me in the back, I might be mad about it. Yeah. Especially if it was intentional. Mm-hmm. And in the back, you're not even giving me a chance to defend myself. Monica insists AJ hides to avoid prison time for the kidnapping of Michael Corinthos, Christina Davis, and Morgan Corinthos. But AJ decides to leave town to go to a Halloween party and confront Michael. That night, Alan appears to Monica in the Quartermain living room and AJ at the Quartermain crypt, telling both of them that he is mad at neither of them. Alan tells AJ that creating a relationship with Michael Corinthos, AJ's estranged son, will be the hardest thing he's ever done. Alan reminds Monica of some of their old memories. Monica tells Alan that she loves him. Tracy stands in the Quartermain foyer alone, lamenting that she is alone in life again. Alan touches his hand on her shoulder. And, oh, that was the worst. Um, Alan touches his hand and, because wasn't, where's Edward? Edward passed away during this. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where Tracy is standing in the foyer alone, lamenting that she's all alone again because Edward had just passed away. Right. And Alan came and touched her hand on his shoulder and she feels and turns around and Alan's already gone. AJ returns home from the crypt and he promises Monica he would never leave her again. And Alan watches on and smiles. And then Alan returns on April 1st, 2013, when Tracy Quartermain is saying that she would kill Alan if he wasn't already dead after Monica tried to throw Tracy out of the house. Alan appears and says to Tracy that she should try to kill him. Tracy thinks this is a figure of her imagination, but Monica also sees him. Emily Bone, Quartermain, and Rick Weber also return on April 2nd to help Alan is... to help Alan in convincing Tracy and Monica to be more civil to one another. That was the 50th anniversary of General Hospital, too. Yeah. And then on November 8th, 2013, it's revealed that Alan and Susan are not Franco's parents, but he is really the son of Susan's cousin, Heather Weber, and Scott Baldwin. <sighs> that was such a mess. <laughs> and then on April 1st, 2014, AJ dies and Alan comes back alongside the ghost of his parents and Emily. They later escort him into heaven as Monica watches on. Are you going to cry when they escort people? You get all sappy. It's been five years since he was on the show. Yeah. I mean, he was the best. I still can't believe they didn't do a real anything? tribute to him. I'm sorry. They did not do anything. That, that no. Nope. It was a little clip of information and that was all. I mean, I'm not saying that John Riley didn't deserve it. And I mean, how could they have known that just like a month later... Right. Stuart Damon would pass away, but come on. Mm-hmm. Again, even if they needed to wait to do it now instead of right then. At least acknowledge it. Say, hey, by the way, we hear you. Yeah. We hear that you are not happy with. Right. We're not the only They've one. They've had so many opportunities between Monica being able to talk about her marriage to Alan when Jason was preparing to marry Carly. Yeah. It was right there. Mm-hmm. And Christmas always makes you think of Alan because right. of the Christmas story. Right. So a couple things that were not mentioned, though, when he was shot was that Emily had to basically take care of him. And she had to choose between Elizabeth, who was pregnant with Jake, okay, being let out, or Alan. Oh, wow. Who had already started, like, had, like, the first heart attack. Yeah. And she chose Alan. And as Alan was leaving, a sniper started shooting. Alan didn't get shot, but he had another heart attack, I think. Okay. And, but everyone inside thought that Alan had been shot. Okay. So Emily like lost it on him, lost it on Mr. Craig. Right. And then everyone got to go say goodbye. And she starts telling him about 
you remember whenever you did Sydney the Bear and, you know, mm. all that. So <sighs> the relationship was the best. That's it. That's it of Alan. Look at all of this. I mean, we're just like <laughs> scrolling through. Tried to kill this person. Tried to kill yeah. this person. He, I still love the show. Yes. But it's not the same. It's not. He's one of those characters that I didn't understand why. Well, and then Emily died like six months later. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> okay. If we missed anything somehow yes. in the past three months that we've been doing our Alan recap, please email us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. In January, we really want to talk to more of you so that we can have a little break from research. <laughs> Because I loved it all, but wow. And now we're at a point that it's a good time to talk to everyone. Because no matter when you started listening, you, I assume, have enough knowledge of everything that you know where you want the future to go. Like what right. your favorite storylines are or what feels like a repeat. Stuff that we didn't even re- like really read. Things that we didn't Was even that realize again? were a repeat. Right. Well, I mean, and that happens to us as we're reading this stuff. We're like, wait, 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 wait. That did happen. We're doing before. this again. We're doing this now. Like we just right. said. With the chase. With, and, yeah. So now Ned and Chase need to bond. Yeah. That would be great. That'd be so good. Yes. And I'd be like, okay, so here's how you do it. Here's what you don't do. Right. But they have to come clean with him first. Yep. He doesn't know. Yep. So if they come clean with him, then Ned could be but a But Ned has help. a whole lot of other stuff going on right now. Yes. But yeah. So. Okay. How do you feel about being done? It feels like it took forever, but it also feels like there should be so much more. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, agree. I could just do a whole other five years on all the stuff that happened in the 90s because those are the best episodes. Mm-hmm. It's not just because I was young back then. <laughs> it was the best episode. No, they were so good. But yeah, so that that wraps up our time with Dr. Alan Quartermain, portrayed by Stuart Damon, who unfortunately passed away in June 2021. And we'll never see you again. Okay, don't start crying. <laughs> it's just dumb. Okay. All right. We good? Yeah. All right. So, Happy New Year. Yeah. We forgot to wish Happy New Year on Monday. I was still on Christmas for Monday. I know, but if you're listening to this. But if you're listening on Thursday, then you're getting ready for Happy New or Year. Or six months from now. True. We hope that you have, are having a good New Year. <laughs> there you go. However, when this is being released, it's going to be December 30th. So, Happy New Year. Happy Safe New Year. and Happy New Year. Yes. How's that? And we will meet you on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, Just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.